Williams and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it almost 30? Happy New Year, Krista Williams. Happy New Year, Lindsay Simsek. How was your New Year's Eve? Did you kiss someone on the ball drop? Did I kiss someone on the balls? On the balls. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it was chill as fuck. What'd Everyone I talked to in LA, they're like, it was chill. Everyone chilled. I actually completely agree. I was wondering that. I'm like, do I hang out with people that chill now? Yep. Because Everyone I chilled. don't know anyone that did something crazy. I was so glad, and I would probably defriend them if they did it. Yeah, I just would be like, cool. <laughs> no, um, my friend Becca was in town from New York, and she's, you know, one of my favorite people on the planet. And it was so nice to have her here. She and her friend Natalie, who lives here, and I went to Whole Foods, bought a bunch of yummy. That's how every great night starts. Ingredients. Mm-hmm. And we cooked like crazy. But as we at were cooking house? at Natalie's house in West mm-hmm. Hollywood, it's so cute, so dope. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like my dream apartment, mm-hmm. actually. Just the vibes were so good. She had like her record player on, like cool. candles lit. So we cooked, we drank amazing wine, and what was she we playing did, on the it was like fifties jazz. With it was, Van Dross. No. <laughs> I actually forget the her name. A but anyway. Mead. I was like feeling it. I was like, where am I? Mm-hmm. And we did like a, you guys want to hook up. Yeah. And I was like, is this a threesome? <laughs> um, we did a tarot card reading. Uh we uh set intentions and we like burned kind of things we're ready to let go of. Love that. And it was just like super simple. White girl New Year's literally Whole foods, burning shit, setting intentions. Literally. Damn. So funny. Right? Yeah, it's so true. But it was like perfect. Mm-hmm. I was that like, was like I'm dream. good. Mm-hmm. And like went home and went to bed. Mm-hmm. It was great. How was yours? What'd you do? We were in Big Sur. <sighs> I think. Yeah, we we're in Big Sur. Did you do the tent thing or no? No. Mm-hmm. We didn't camp. It was raining, so it was fine. Mm-hmm. So we went out to dinner, and we were in bed by 10, 30. Wait, you didn't ring in? Nope. All right. <laughs> I was like grandma about it. I was like, I'm not going to stay up and just wait till midnight. We're going to go to bed. So we went to bed. It was amazing. We woke up. It was like a normal day. Cool. Yeah. Easy. So nice. How was the trip? Easy peasy. It was so great. Big Sur Drive. I actually have a guide on 100 Blog to drive up from L.A. to San Francisco and go to one and go to Santa Barbara and Big Sur. Mm, um, so you can check that such out. Such a good trip. Yeah, and my travel guides. We did it really good. We did it really well. And we had literally no traffic. Really? None. We didn't hit a single bit of traffic. What a blessing. It was crazy. And we listened to on Audible our um, originals by Adam Grant. Cool. It's about how nonconformists change society. It is the coolest book. It's so cool. Like, it's just full of interesting facts and nuggets that, like, you could bring into any conversation. Wow. It's so rad. Adam Grant's the best. I tweeted it. I was like, Adam Grant, I love originals. And he liked it. That's funny. Shut up. I was like, oh, that's cute. Wait, I love that. I know. I thought that was sweet. So I like it more. Cute. But, so, hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome to Almost 30. Welcome to Almost 30, man. Welcome to 2017. This is the year. Mm -hmm. We're so excited about our Mm -hmm. little tribe. Yeah, a tribe of almost 30, 38s. 
so this episode, we're going to talk about resolutions, goal setting, how we think about 2016, how we think about 2017, and um, just kind of have an open conversation about that. So I think we should start out talking about like how we reflect on 2016, um, what we thought about 2016. Mm. Yeah, like what didn't work, what worked, what we're going to do more of moving forward. Automatically, when I think like at the end of a year and I look back, I think I lean towards being super critical mm. of what I didn't get done. Because it feels like yesterday that I was writing down and I was looking at my notebook, writing down my resolutions. Mm. And I hate that I write down these resolutions or in years past that I've written them down. And the next time I look at them is the next year when I'm writing the resolutions. Mm. So the act of writing them down for me is just to put them on paper, but I don't. Engage it's in my them. head. It's floating around in my head mm-hmm. like, you know, a piece of lint. But, like, it's not in front of me. And that's what I want to do differently this year. Literally every day going back to it. Yeah. Saying it out loud. Writing it down again. Setting goals, even if they're small, mm. to, like, bring me closer mm-hmm. to what I want. It just I, – I, I don't want to be so critical of, like, how I lived my life in 2016 because mm-hmm. I think it was exactly what needed to happen in order to like kind of start this year um strong but I can't help it sometimes I know I'm like damn why didn't goal to do this goal to get a legit agent I have like commercial agent whatever goal to get a legit agent didn't happen yet I'm like okay didn't happen yet Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to, especially in these first few weeks, just remember what I did get done. I wanted to become SAG. I became SAG. I wanted to be on TV. Got on TV. You know what I mean? Like little things where I'm like, okay, like, so true. It wasn't like a throwaway year lens. You can be like a little bit kinder to yourself about what happened, Mm -hmm. you know? And I Mm -hmm. think with all the chaos that was going on in the world and in politics and everything, it's easy to kind of like, seek out the negative mm-hmm. automatically totally you know it like because we're in survival mode we're like negative 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 mm-hmm. for some reason that's like something we do so yeah completely i don't know i'm not sure if you know this but one out of eight couples struggle with infertility it's kind of staggering most people don't know and or aren't ready to talk about it and The thing is, we really need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and for our future. Sometimes we can be so lost in the shame of it all that we forget to really take action and figure out our best options. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. I've been having fertility conversations with a lot of you in my DM, so I'm excited to talk about Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home, major, major, with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get personalized results within six business days, okay? And you'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. Results really go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Just to give you a sense, traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30, you can get $30 off your test. Plus you can get reimbursed 
for the test through your FSA, HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make that decision that's right for you. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. This is limited time. So take advantage now. That means your test will cost $149, which is really, really great. Hormone testing at a fertility clinic, again, can cost three times as much. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. That's modernfertility.com slash almost 30. Steve, what's your New Year's resolution? Or how do you think about 2016 first? Uh, I'm really pumped. This is going to be fucking awesome. That's 2017. Oh, shit. I'm pumped for it. I'm... (laughs) Steve's actually time traveling. Um, 2016, yeah, it was, it was all right. Yeah. Um, it had its ups and downs. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a stronger person, probably. Totally. Mm. And I'm going to apply the principles to 2017. Do you have any, do you write stuff down? Like, do you reflect? Um, I try to, but I, I never really do. Yeah. I try mm-hmm. to do, uh, there's this one musician that I like who talks a lot about, like, Writing morning pages. Who? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, morning pages. Uh, his name's he goes by Ill Gates, which is kind of a silly name, but he. I'm obsessed with that. <laughs> he uh, he does these like kind of workshops where he it's kind of like. We should have him on the podcast. Yeah, he's, he's super cool. He. We should. It's like creative, creative type like how to get your creative juices done type stuff like that. And one of them is, um. Just writing stream of consciousness when you wake up, like two pages, yep. just to get it out. Love that. Clear your mind. Not the artist's way. But yeah, exactly. That's where mm-hmm. it comes from. Yeah, I don't write too much, but. Yeah. We should. We're going to write more this year, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. That's my new yeah, dude. resolution. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah. So for me, thinking about 2016. Yeah, I'm I'm the same in the way I go to the critical. At first, I think of the bad. Mm. And I almost, that's why I need friends in my life to remind me of the good. You know, like, who, so I forget I was talking to someone the other day. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, you, you were in Asia, and then you launched your podcast, and then, you know, you redid your website, and you have a job that you love, and, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I forgot. You know, I forgot. Isn't it funny how we yeah, forget? Yeah, it is. It's, it's like. It's bizarre. It's terrible. Um, but on the other end, you forget bad things too, mm-hmm. but you don't maybe marinate on them as much. Um, but when I think about, and my problem is too, is actually I'm so forward thinking that I never, ref- I don't reflect. People think that, I, w- I guess I would assume that I'm a reflector because I'm too. very mm-hmm. um, aware, but I, I'm not, I'm like always in, to, I'm always the next year ahead. I like don't, mm. I'm so forward, like I don't have any memories of my childhood. Like I don't remember anything. I don't remember much from growing up because I've always just been focused on Mm. what's next. It's Mm -hmm. very weird. Um, So for me, actually, thinking about 2016 has to be a process for me. I have to make myself sit down for an hour and actually think about the year. And what I do is I'll take my planner. My planners, I keep every planner from every year that I've had. And I'll look through and flip through, like, what I had written down to do and, like, what my plans were and, like, what I was doing that night and, like, who I was with and – and stuff like that. So that's like really helpful for me mm-hmm. um, when I'm kind of thinking about the year and everything I did. Cause I'm like, oh, I, I had dinner with that person 
that reminds me that I brought this awesome friendship into my life. You know, like Danielle, yes. Daniela Kendi mm. um, or Erica or Ryan or just the people that I'm getting closer with as I'm living here longer. Um, so little things like that spark my memory of remembering and then help me remember important times. So I would urge anyone to look at your plan book or look at your calendar or look at your journal, um, take an hour and kind of reflect on the year to remind yourself of what it's like and what you've been doing and all the growing you've you've had or all the situations that you've been in as a time to just ground yourself and set yourself in 2017. But to your point of the chaos of 2016, I do think that there is a piece of it where people can't sit there and think about 2016 as a complete waste because it was Mm. challenging at parts. But then again, too, for me to say, for me to tell anyone to not think that 2016 was terrible because of the political climate would be short-sighted because... The way that it affected people is real. And the way that it's still to this day affecting people is very real. So it's like people are going to be in pain. You know what I mean? You got to like let them let them deal how they're going to deal. So 2017 will be interesting on that front. But as far as 2017 goes for my New Year's resolutions and kind of how I think about those, there I used to have like a period where I was like, oh, New Year's resolutions are so dumb, like. No one follows through and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But then I had a friend that said to me, she was like, what's so wrong with everyone wanting to better themselves? You know, even if it's for a month, what's wrong with people sure. wanting to be better? And that just really struck me. I was like, there have been times in my life, like few times in my life when I'm saying things that are part of the script that I've been told just to kind of continue a conversation. So it's like, like what you're supposed to be told. You know, if you go into an elevator, it's raining that day. You're like, oh, this weather, Mm. stuff like that. So I'll say stuff like that just to make conversation like, oh, this weather. And if someone is like, yeah, but you know what? It helps the plants grow. And people like flip when you're a normal person would say something negative to they're like, yeah, it's the worst. You know, you're like, yeah, that's a normal conversation. And someone flips in and is positive in a moment where you're being negative to just follow the crowd that like those moments like blow Mm. my mind. So for her to say that to me, like blew my mind. There's another time too, when I was with um, one of my friend's older sisters and I was like, oh, I hate feet. Like I hate my feet. They're so gross. And she's like, feet are awesome. They hold up your whole body all day long. Oh my God. I love that. I was like, that was the coolest thing I've ever heard anyone say. Wow. Because it's true. It's so true. You know what I mean? Like, I just was like, damn, feet rock. I think I, sometimes I say something weird like that in class because people, I think women especially, are so critical of their legs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always yeah. like, ew, my thighs, right? Yeah. But it's like, damn, they help you walk around all freaking day. All day long. Your entire life. <laughs> It's like, give them love. Totally. They need love. They need love. <laughs> so, yeah. So now I think about, because of her comment, I think about resolutions so differently. I just think about opportunities that I have to move more closely to in alignment to the person that I want to be and the life I want to create. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think about, um, I do mine mostly in like chunks. So I'll do in first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Um, and I'll think about like what I want to accomplish during that time and then for each. And then I will think about like what I want to accomplish in the year. Mm. You know, I'll write down kind of like how I want to feel. And sometimes I'll do like a word for the year and um, just really focusing on what that word is and why that word is important to me as I go into 2017. I love that. 
setting the goals in quarterly increments Mm -hmm. is interesting. I've never done that before. Mm -hmm. I was talking to someone the other day, actually, Lori Harder, who's going to be on the podcast. Yeah. She was talking about 90-day sprints. Love that. Yeah, what was that? So she and her husband, Chris Harder, um, you know, entrepreneurs, super successful. But what they do, and, you know, it's easier to do it as as a couple, not easier, but as a couple, they will set goals for 90 days, working towards something pretty big, you know, brave goals, and they grind for 90 days. And then at the end of the 90 days, they, as a couple, will either, like, go somewhere for a long weekend or, you know, treat themselves to something. Mm. So it's some like a little light to look forward to. Sometimes if you just set it for the end of the year, mm. you cannot see the light. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was great. Obviously, I'm not going to be taking a vacation every 90 days. But, mm-hmm. you know, if I could say to myself, okay, if, if I get, you know, X, Y, Z done when I do mm-hmm. and it will happen, it's it's putting that fire underneath you. Um, whatever fills me up at that time, whether it's a spa day or whether it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, Krista and I are going to do an overnight in Malibu and mm-hmm. we're going to like reset and, and, you know, set new intentions mm-hmm. and reflect on what we just got done in the last three months, you know, just things like that or something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It, it does help, I you know? That. Yeah. I, I know for me on my in resolutions list too, it's like I struggle because... I believe there's power in number-specific goals, but then I also believe there's power in directional goals. And so for me, I can't have a list of New Year's resolutions of 10 things sitting, like, as an example, at some point I want to do an ebook or maybe write a book or something like that. So if I wrote that down on my list, like write my book, I'm like, I have a problem with wanting to get stuff done immediately. So Mm -hmm. I would spend the next six days not leaving my house and I would write that book, you know, so I can't like have really specific goals like that because I will just go crazy until it's done. You know, I need to kind of break them out and I make my goals more ethereal now. So it's like more yoga, um, less sugar, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of just like stuff like that. And I'll just have like 10 of them as like guidelines for how I want to live my year. And I just have them at the front of my notebook. So I can kind of Mm. just like look more at them. And mine are more like putting it out in the universe rather than like being so hard and fast on myself to do them. That's really what mine are. It's like putting them out there and kind of releasing it, not really being attached to the outcome because I will go crazy because I'm just very like. I can get very caught up in like the product yeah that I want to attain yeah or create mm-hmm. and then it just becomes one overwhelming but then I just get caught up in like is this good will people like it like is it like anyone else like it just becomes I'm just steered completely off track mm-hmm. from my original intention so mm-hmm. I think like really giving yourself over to the process and knowing at least for me I'm like fuck I'm in the long game like long game, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And setting those little goals along the way is crucial, but knowing that like it's a process mm-hmm. and like the process of it is like the best part. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning so much, you know? So if the product doesn't turn out how I had planned, okay. And like in that same vein, I think one of my resolutions is to just ask for more help mm-hmm. and ask people who I admire, like not be afraid to be like, hey, like, I love what you did with this or I 
was so inspired when you said or did this. Mm-hmm. How did you get to that place? Or because sometimes I feel like I don't know. I don't want to like bother them. I don't mm-hmm. want to. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know. want them to think that I'm doing the same thing as them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people are always willing to help most of the time. Yeah, they're they're kind of like my little guiding angels, I think. But I have to make the effort to like reach out. Yeah. And attract them. Um, One of mine is to like kind of just slow down and think more intentionally about everything that I do. Mm. So like I do so much stuff and I sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? Like what? Like the other night as an example, we got back from San Fran and it was like 2 p.m. And I forget what I did. I got groceries kind of like food prepped whatever, got in the shower and I was like chilling reading. I was like, oh, I have like a kind of like a night off. And it was like 8 p.m. I forgot I had made dinner plans, um, which I don't usually forget. But I messaged them and was like, hey, like I forgot we had dinner plans. Like what's going on? And they were down the street. So they're like, yeah, come meet up with us. And I'm like, why am I going? Why am I going? Mm-hmm. And I went, and I am glad I went. It was great. I connected with people I haven't seen in a long time, and one of the girls is actually a recruiter. One of our friends is looking for a job, so it was fate. Perfect. Um, but I wish that before I would have been like, I'm going to this because I want to connect with people I haven't seen in a while, and I want to – I just want to connect with people I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, so kind of – because before I was going, I'm like, I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Why am I going to do this? And I was just kind of like not really knowing why I was doing it, and I wish I would have just been like, I'm doing this, and this is why I'm doing it. Or like I'm not, and this is why I'm not. You know, it's like, like – Yeah. It's so like, like pre-paving. Pre-paving. Mm-hmm. You know, like – I'm going to go to this Pilates class and this is why I'm going or I'm going to get on the phone with this person and this is why I'm doing it. Um, mm. You know, just everything kind of like having a reason. I think that we have them in their head, our head, but having them more clear is helpful. 100%. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day. Maybe it was yesterday or I was saying something and you're like, no, stop. Like that's the story you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I do have like a lot of stories that self-sabotage. 100%. So I think being coming, yeah, I mean, we all do, becoming more aware of those stories, those taglines that I keep repeating over to myself, to people. I think saying it to people is like even worse. I'm like cringing thinking about it when I tell people, oh yeah, I'm I'm not really good with words. I'm not a good writer. You know what I mean? Or I haven't written in a while. I'm I'm just kind oh, of uh, disconnected with like that part of myself. It's mm-hmm. just not. It's like, <laughs> and and so I'm believing it. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm believing that I'm not a good writer. You know, like mm-hmm. when that is one of the things that I've always had. Mm. You know, that I've always like tried to cultivate, and it's definitely like I've. I've stepped away from it, but Mm. it's still there. I just have to be, like, brave enough to, like, start writing again and not judge it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Even if no one ever reads anything I write, just to be writing again would fill me up. So I need Mm -hmm. to, like, erase all of those stories that are just holding me back. Mm -hmm. It's, like, it's annoying. I'm like, why? How did those come up? What's one of your stories? That I'm fat and that I'm, like, the fat girl. So it's, like... I'll make, like, jokes or, like, it's just, like, my story. 
Yeah. I'll make jokes or like say stuff about it. And it's like funny, but it's. I think it's, it's easy to joke. Yeah. And it's such a distraction and um, it makes other people feel more comfortable. Totally. Even though like you're probably really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Or I'm maybe- not uncomfortable by it because I'm so used to it, but like it's just not, it's not what I want. You know, it's not what I want to be like, I don't want to say that about myself all the time. Yeah, because you're not. Because you don't want to like, you know, whatever. I know. The one, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, too. I really want to figure out as a New Year's resolution or like something in 2017, I need to figure out boundaries. Mm. Like. Oh, my God, I'm nodding. Yep. Like, I don't, if anyone, we need someone on the podcast to tell me how to set boundaries. Tell me the types of boundaries that you're kind of as an example, struggling with. Justin's a da- Justin trades options. He knew this person in New York that would teach him how to trade options. He worked at Goldman Sachs trading options. Very successful. He's older. I don't even know what that means, but keep going. Yeah, whatever. So he was coming to visit. He asked me to find an Airbnb house for him and his sister and book it and create them an account. So I'm taking an hour out of my work day and I'm booking these people an Airbnb that I've like don't really even know you know and i'm not like i just don't know how to say no to people i don't is it for justin because you love him and you're like i want to do this no justin goes don't do that oh he goes Mm. don't do that you don't need to do that you know and then like any message i get on and my email i feel like i need to respond to them right away i need to let them know that i am thankful and that i'm receiving what they're sending and I love it and blah, blah, blah. Like I need to like figure out boundaries. I don't know how to do it. Well, I think starting with the emails, I feel the same way. Yeah. But then I also know like on the other end, when I send an email to someone and it's not received right away or I don't get a response right away, like it's okay. Yeah. Like it's- Yeah, I don't really care. It's never, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I think it'll be a practice. Like yeah. it'll feel uncomfortable, but- yeah. I mean, you have to. You have so much going on. Mm-hmm. We have so much going on. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to or you, the wheels are going to fall off. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't keep up because you're you're getting bigger. The blog's getting even bigger. The podcast is growing and growing. Mm-hmm. You know. I know. I just can't. I know. Sustain. So mm-hmm. I need to figure that out. I need boundaries, boundaries with like just people in general sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like people that I'm close with. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's family or friends, you know, it doesn't mean I love them any less. It's just I notice that sometimes I just feel depleted because I just you and I are very similar in that mm-hmm. way. We just like kind of give, give, give. Like, how can I help you? What can I give to you? You know, if I could spend time with you and be a sounding board or your therapist, like I will do it. But then like I leave feeling good that I did it. You know what I mean? But then how do I fill myself back up or, you know, it's okay. I have to be okay with saying no sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, just like your dinner that you went to, which you got something out of it. But it's like, to be honest, when I went out last night, Mm. you know, I love seeing my friend who's in town and he's wonderful and his friends were so fun and it had nothing to do with them. I was just, I was tired. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm tired. Like, mm-hmm. why am I staying out an extra hour, two hours just so they don't bitch at me? 
basically. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lindsay, you got to stay out. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Just like another drink. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, why did yeah. I say okay? I could have gone home. Yeah. But I was just. People don't even try with me anymore. People pleasing. Like, bye. I know, but you're good. You're good with that, and I need to be better about that. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like I'm That's not. The thing is, I know I can do it. I I'm just not figure how to do it. Getting out, getting anything out of it. Yeah. If it was, it was honestly, if it was a, a networking opportunity, I probably would have been a little bit more giddy. But I was like, I'm in a dark, crowded, loud club bar. Hundred percent. And girls are dancing on the tables, and I'm like, chilling in cages. In cages. What were they wearing? I don't know, Shore Bar in, like, Santa Monica, Palisades. They're, are they really dancing on tables there? Yeah, people get up on the tables. But it's, like, they're not oh. dancers. But these girls, like, once – see, when a girl gets on a table, and I've done it before because I worked Same. in bottle service, I feel like a stripper, and I want to be a stripper in that moment. I just yes. want to, like, dance like a fucking stripper. What I would always it? be on the table because – the reason why I would be on the table <laughs> is because I don't really want anyone to talk to me. Mm. So it's like I'm safe up here. Yep. <laughs> no talk zone. Yeah, literally, you cannot get up here and talk to me. It's so weird. So weird. Anyway, boundaries, that's a good one. What are you incorporating more of? Oh, more. More yoga. I know Mm. people say that. Me too. I I want to find some amazing teachers to connect with. There's something about it, man. Like It's just like it's that secret sauce that Mm -hmm. everyone comes back to. Everyone, you know, like could say that they benefit from it and that like it's good for you. And I just want to incorporate more of that. And I want to incorporate more... More like understanding myself, like who I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Mm. Like I feel like I am, I know who I am, but I feel like I'm kind of like losing an understanding of who I am. Mm. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of want to get back to that and like, who are you? What are you doing? Sure. So, we're always, ch- I mean, yeah, fuck, we're so different than who we are who we were two, three years ago, Yeah, you know? So I think that has to happen Yeah, every few years, Yeah, at least. Yeah, but I always have, like, just such deep desires for, like, transformation and change. Mm. Like, I just, like, like, I'm almost scared of that. It's good because I've achieved great things from it, but it almost is a little scary because it's, like, you need to stick with something at one point in your life, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. I hear that. What about you? Meditation. Mm. I, like, pretended to... I pretended to commit to it. Mm. I would just do it kind of when it was convenient. Mm. I didn't carve out time for it. Mm. So that is going to be um, something I do. Um, More water Mm. (laughs) in every way. Um, And just like water being also, yeah, (laughs) just like I feel um, imbalanced like physically, and I think sure. it's because I just exert a lot and I don't replenish enough. So I feel like hormonally a little imbalanced. I don't know what that means, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so I want to learn more about that and mm-hmm. what I could be eating and doing to balance it out. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to guys and relationships, trying not to – or just more of – Respecting myself a little bit more in situations, meaning, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going out and sleeping with a hundred guys and like disrespecting myself in that way. Mm -hmm. 
I'm too tired for that. (laughs) (laughs) But I think recognizing bad behavior and knowing that, like, I deserve better. Yeah. And not making excuses for people. Because maybe I saw, like, a little glimmer of, like, oh, they're cool. Oh, they're dope. Oh, they're, like, you know, unlike anyone I've ever met. Maybe. But, like... Bad behavior is usually connected to something much greater. Mm -hmm. And if it keeps happening, it's like, I can let it go. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes I just hang on to hang on to have someone to lean on something Mm -hmm. when I'm bored, you know? But I really, truly feel, and um, Colleen's reading, who is going to be on the podcast, she's like, the first three quarters of your year are going to be like, grind town. All like great things, especially for the podcast. She would not shut up about the podcast, but she's like, you're going to be working really hard and like making shit happen for you and for the podcast and whatever's going to be happening in your love life is going to be at the end of the year, you know, and not that I'm not going to be open to anything, but like sometimes I feel like, oh, I'm going to miss an opportunity to meet someone and da da da. It's like, like, let it go. You know, I don't feel any pressure. I don't feel like I'm on a timeline. I don't feel like I need to get married tomorrow Mm. and have kids in a year. Like, I'm good on that. But I just sometimes get, like, knocked off track because of, like, a dude. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's not who I am. So Mm -hmm. I need to stop, like. But you're also not perfect. 100%. You know. 100%. So that's, like, normal. I know. I just want to be more aware of it and, like, believe people when they, like, act a certain way. Mm. and treat me a certain way Mm. you know Mm -hmm. it gets better every year Mm -hmm. like I remember like the douchebags I used to date and I haven't really I haven't dated a douchebag in a while but you know just like little things where I'm like yeah "Eh, I deserve better than that like I don't I don't vibe I don't vibe with that that is true so you can yeah with every person I dated they became nicer oh my god you know what I mean the truth okay so we talked about our goals accomplishments and victories what didn't work I guess, okay, what did you learn in 2016? I learned that I could start something and by sticking to it, even when it was hard and uncomfortable, it like produced exactly, is producing exactly what I want to feel and to, this is so fucking big. I'm talking about the podcast. I, mm-hmm. it is very rare that I start something and I stick to it. Mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll start something and you know, do the necessary steps and do the website and do write this and do that. And then it just kind of fizzles and disappears. Mm. And I expect that of myself sometimes. But with this and like to meet you and collaborate with someone like you and to literally learn something every time we sit down from you, I'm like, holy shit, this is what it's about. This mm-hmm. is going to this is going to live like mm-hmm. this. This idea, this dream is going to live and it, like, feels so good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've just let so many things die because I didn't think I could. And to find someone else who has a similar vision, it's, like, liberating. You know what I mean? Like, I just be like, oh, my God, thank God. Like, mm. this is – this feels right. Mm. So I learned – it's, like, the commitment. And, like, fuck, we were sitting in a closet. Forever. And being, like – and we were so excited in the closet, but like, mm-hmm. it was hard. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay. How many episodes did we do that like d- didn't make it? A lot. <laughs> Probably like twenty. Yeah, 
But it, the, that needed to, that needed to happen. Totally. But we could have easily been like, ah, oh, this is all right. We tried. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then everything, if you if we think back, like everything is falling into place and continues to. We're still so young. I don't even know how but we if, talked about it. I don't know either. Like I, I don't, don't remember a conversation. I always say to people, I'm like, well, we um, Krista loves podcasts and. Yeah. We just said, I like don't remember. Same. That's the thing with stuff like that. It's weird. Like most people are like, I remember the time and the place. Yeah. No. You said. We met on but Tinder. I never, yeah. No, I don't remember. And that's what my blog too. I'm like, I don't, people are like, why'd you do it? I'm like, I don't know. Just inside me. Yep. Same with this. It's just like inside me. Yeah. It was there. What did you learn in 2016? That was beautiful. Thank you. I love you. What did I learn? I learned, I think on the point of the podcast, that I could find something that's more, like, I can't find anything that's more aligned to who I am. Mm-hmm. And you too, to do something like that. That I could f- continue to find things that interest me and that excite me and continue to pursue them. I think I learned that I just have a lot more work to do. Like, I love myself. I think I'm rad. But, like, I do feel like there's more to learn. You know, like some years I end the year, I'm like, I'm the best. I got it. You're the best girl. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like keep doing what you're doing. But I feel like I have more to learn and more to do than ever before of just like being. And it's, and that's and it's important because I need to set the foundation for the growth of my life and my business and yes. my and the pocket. You know what I mean? So it's like I understood that I put the work in to build the foundation for what we have now but now it's more important to get back to the core of who I am set those boundaries and then you know get an intern for the podcast mm-hmm. or something like that to continue to make the progress that I want to make um yeah but I mean just to what you said it is crazy that I think that's how the things in my life happen where that are so right where it's like, I don't remember how it happened and I don't know how it came to be, but it's like something that was in me that is now living outside of me, you know? And I felt like that with my blog. I feel like that with the podcast, Mm -hmm. like my friendship with you or like Justin or like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's nice to, to do something like that. Yeah. Um, so for 2017, for almost 30, we're looking forward to building our tribe. Mm-hmm. doing in-person events in-person events we want to meet you mm-hmm. um so please look out for those yeah we're hoping monthly yeah monthly events growing the secret facebook group um having really awesome guests on yeah. that we can learn from and that you can learn from we love when people write in about who they want to mm-hmm. have on um it helps us too because mm-hmm. we we just want our like scope to mm-hmm. widen mm-hmm. and growing our I mean I never want it to be more than like me Steve and Krista but mm-hmm. I think the, the fam will grow a little yeah bit, the fam yeah. we're gonna get an intern this year collabi what do you think about that Steve That's a good, idea. good idea we'll make sure she's hot yeah smart rad she'll report to you drinks beer <laughs> that'd be cool if we got an intern that was like his oh my God. soulmate Make sure she, she's a sound man, a sound woman. Sound woman. Kind of cool. Oh my god! That would be. We are. We actually. I that's know. part of the description. We want her to be a, like be able to like understand what's going on. Yeah. Here. 
Yeah. Yeah. So if you know someone. I'm going to get expensive eventually. I know, but we are locked in. (laughs) For life, Steve. Yeah, Steve, we're going to make you sign in blood. Um, Okay. So I guess just to bring it back and summarize. So for goal setting, how we think about goals, I think for 2016, think about your accomplishments, your victories. Um, that is so important. I think that people gloss over their achievements so easily. So you Mm. could have something that you wanted so bad. And once you get it, you're like, ah, cool, move on. But I think you need to actually think about what you've wanted and, and that you achieved it and kind of sit in that and see what that feels like for you. Um, and then also think about maybe one thing that didn't work in 2016, what, you know, was something that you kind of want to let go of. Mm. Definitely important to reflect on that. Maybe why that is thinking about what you learned, us even talking right now, I kind of need to do a little refinement on what I learned in 2016 because, I, I, again, I'm so forward-thinking. It's hard for me to even think about what I learned, mm-hmm. even though I learned a lot. So think about what you learned. You can talk about um, what you want to achieve in 2017. So what is something that you have been wanting for a while or one of the goals that you have? Maybe just focus on one. Maybe focus on three. You know, I'm kind of in the camp of having less is better so that you can actually really focus on doing something like that. Because when you're putting a list of 20, it's kind of just like putting shit in the air. Even though I do that, I put a list of 20, put it in the air, but then having one to really focus on to change is really important. And then also too, and I think this is what we talked about. I talked about the one time being um, firm on the one goal that you have, but being flexible and how you're going to get there. So as an example for you, you wanted to get on TV, you did. You know, it wasn't an interesting way different than what you thought, mm-hmm. you know, but you still did it. And mm-hmm. so it's like, just be flexible in how you're going to get to that goals. And I think that's the most important thing. I love that one. Yeah. All right, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're excited for you. Yep. Um, join this fam. So subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It means so much yeah, to us. Yeah, subscribing is super helpful. Super helpful. And reviewing would be amazing. Yeah. Um, We have some giveaways coming up, so stay tuned for those. We would love for you to join our secret Facebook group, secret Facebook almost 30 Mm -hmm. podcast group. Mm -hmm. If you just search those words. talk about (laughs) stuff like whatever. We talked about New Year's resolutions in there. It's rad. It's cool. Everyone's contributing. Yeah. And please write into us. Visit our website, www.almost30podcast.com, and we will respond. We love hearing from you. Yep. See you next week. Love ya. Bye.